he went and did a silly thing. Well, I'll tell you what he did. He ordered his planes to attack your country. Well, let me finish, Dimitri. Well, listen, how do you think I feel about it? Can you imagine how I feel about it, Dimitri? Welcome to the Sunday Movie Marathon. A very special episode. Every, w- every week I've got to ask what movie is that from. It's from Doctor Strange, Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange, Love or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. I thought you were about just film. Doctor Strange from the MCU. I was like, I cannot remember that line being in that movie whatsoever. No. How, was, uh, how have you two enjoyed your week? It's been fucking cracking weather. Cracking weather, yeah, it but it's, it's too bad for that because I've just been inside watching Bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair. So I was telling Chris before you came on, Max, that um, despite the fact that we're only reviewing season one of Bones, which I didn't think I would finish in time for this podcast, I have now nearly finished season two. This is, I love this show. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? So it was... Um, you... Sorry, carry on. I was just going to introduce it. So if you listen to episode 24 of the Sunday Movie Marathon, you'd know that we're, we're talking about Bones. Season one came out in 2005. Um, how, why, why are we doing this? Well, the, so, <laughs> it's, it's kind of oh, started... Yeah, I thought you were asking us the question. Sorry. Sorry, it was rhetorical. I'm going to answer the question. Well, it, it started like a, a, as a bit of a meme. I got a package one day to my house f- f- with my name on it. I was like, this is a pretty big package. I don't remember ordering anything that big. So, little by little, I chip away at the packaging. Sort of like a pass the parcel type of deal. There's just so much packaging on this thing. <clears throat> and I get to what's inside. What do you know? It's the complete collection of Bones, seasons 1 to 12 on DVD. I'm like, what? What? Who has sent me this? Who knows? I never did find out. These things just happen, you know? So we figured, wow, that's a really funny meme there, Max. Why don't we do episode 25 of the Sunday Movie Marathon? We'll talk about Bones season 1. We were going to watch it all together, but then lockdown happened. Um, so we luckily it got added to Disney Plus, so we just watched it at home. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, did this turned up before we started doing the podcast, wasn't it? We were only watching movies at this point, um, weren't we? Maybe. I'm yeah, because I can't sure. remember. I I can't remember because it was like October last year when we started doing this. But um, but yeah, the box set turned up, and for ages we were just making memes about it. And then someone said we should just watch season one and review it for episode twenty five. And um, so when when you yeah. said about watching this, I looked at the show. I was like, there's 12 seasons, so it must have been good. But I was half expecting it mm. to be shit. And I was dreading. I was like, I'm going to have to force myself to watch this fucking TV show. But no, <laughs> I literally like finished season one so quickly. Yeah, there are plenty of bad shows that got a lot of seasons. Um. What did what did we all think about season one of Bones then? <laughs> um, I'll start. Um, I think this is a good show so far. I think it starts off incredibly rough. The first maybe seven or eight episodes, I was not enjoying it at all. Like it just felt mm. super generic in terms of like investigation shows and stuff. And I think it was like episode nine, maybe. Where I was like, that episode was actually really good. And then like I got quite invested in it. And I really enjoyed the rest of the show. I still don't think it's an incredible show. But after finishing the first season, I think like this is a show that has potential to get better and better as it goes on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think it's like with with every show, the first season or two seasons are incredibly rough. Um, mainly because there's no, like, we've said about this before, didn't we? That this was just a show that it was like a, an episode a week, um, a murder a week. So it didn't really have a connective story. But once we f- finish season one, once you guys get into season two, you'll start to, I don't know if you're going to watch season two, but midway through season two, they do start, there is a, an overarching story that does, it will play out over the next few seasons. But, um, mm-hmm. 
this is you can tell this was re- released in the early 2000s just from like the, the transitions that happen every fucking episode where it just like fades to white and then like blows up the exposure on the next shot and it's like oh my god yeah it's super dated honestly um what what's this show about does anybody want to explain what the show's about like the first season anyway i mean it's, it's just um, like what the show is about as a whole i guess so it it's it started it's essentially the fbi um are work partnering with like this um like museum or something and uh there's like an, an anthropologist that works with the fbi to help solve murders um from skeletons so they they take it back to the whole lab and do i don't even know if i'm explaining this properly but um it's yeah. basically isn't it there's like a new murder every week or maybe it's not a murder. Who knows? But there's like a new set of bones. That's why they call it bones because they say bones so much. <laughs> I thought um, they called it bones because their name was nickname was bones. It's because they're yeah. There's that, and then there's also because of all the bones, <laughs> and there's a new but thing yeah. every week. Oh, what happened to this guy? Who knows? Yeah. Maybe how did he get stuck behind a like a fridge or stuck behind a wall? How did this guy end up in the swamp? Who knows? Exactly. And they got to find so, it um, out. Yeah, so we, we, we meet, like, an ensemble cast. There's um, the FBI agent, Booth, uh, is one of the main characters. Then you have uh, the anthropologist, uh, Temp- Temperance Brenner, who uh, is just a... no. Uh, yeah, she's, like, sort of the main person out of the museum. And then she's got her little team of cronies that help, like, determine... Like, they've all got their specialist roles to help solve these murders. And it's just literally them... He, brings in some bones and he's like yeah well, how, how did these die blah 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 but um i don't want to spoil the end of the season just because if people do want to watch it but uh you, there's there's uh at the beginning of the show you find out that um the lead actress temperance brenner's like parents died when she was uh or they disappeared when she was young um and that is brought back up at the end of the episode or the end of the season and then is carried on throughout season two. Um, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we can like do a bit like brief spoilers later on. Like yeah, put a yeah, time stamp to skip it in case people want to watch the show. Sure. I'm going to yeah, give like but... some brief thoughts on the show as a whole that I've sort of picked up on. I didn't... Yeah, you go for it. Go I, for I, it. I'm sort of like Chris. I didn't really get into it uh, for the first half. Um, it's 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 just it felt like more of the same like every week you got a new thing but it was basically the same thing that they were doing it's just like uh, studying these bones we got some bones to study so it's like that every week and I just didn't get a lot out of it um, I gotta say like what, what pulls me in about the show is probably just the characters I got like more attuned to the characters and how they were I like I do like the acting but I, I also don't know if it's just like maybe like a hostage situation where I've just been watching this for like yeah. weeks now. I did an yeah. episode a day. I, this was my <laughs> life for about a month. And now it's just like, well, if I'm not getting, I might as well get a little bit of something out of this show. Otherwise I'm just having a terrible time. Um, so I don't know if it's like partly that or partly just it got better as it went along. I feel like maybe it was a bit of both, but um for the most part I do I think what I get mostly out of this is just like the the acting and the the characters the at least the main the main cast I do think they do a good job. Yeah man. I yeah the acting's quite questionable at the beginning and it's it acting back then in 2005 especially with it just how dated the show is at some yes. points it was quite hard to watch and just hearing all this 2005 slang you're just like oh my god it's a little bit cringy at some points but yeah i i love the characters of this show they're they're really like like by the end of season one i was yeah fully fully attached to these characters and i was like yeah that's why i've carried on watching the show yeah um should we talk about um some of the characters i've got like a list of like topics to like discuss characters is like the first one yeah, man, do it. Let's go. Um, so, is there any that we particularly like, dislike, or like, like a lot? It's at first. It's, oh. It's, oh, sorry. It's just it's no. Sorry, like, I was gonna say Chris there's a character like, that I didn't. I was gonna say there's yeah. a character that I didn't like at first, but that's in season two, so it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, 
maybe not like episodes that I think are like particularly bad because like when I think back on it I'm just like I don't remember most of these episodes because they all just feel the same to me I've put like stars against like the the episodes that I thought were good or like my favorite episodes uh but now like I'm looking at like the names of these episodes and I'm like what even what was that I don't even remember it and it's 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 like the show that it's a show that names episodes that are kind of the same it's like you got a boy in a bush man in the fallout shelter uh two bodies in the lab and it's like when you look back on this i don't get like an image in my head when i read the episode name so i don't know what each individual episodes were about i think um naming the naming of episodes of shows is quite a weird one because friends did the same thing to me where it was just like the one with and then insert yeah. a specific reference from the episode so that was a little bit easier if i ever i want to watch an episode of friends i can read the name and it's fairly easy to follow through yeah. same thing with uh the new disney plus shows that have come out the episode titles for them are, are pretty solid so they're easier to follow but i do definitely see what you're saying max like and i've mentioned this to you guys before i t- cannot tell the difference between episodes and that may change as like i watch more and more into the later seasons and it does get better um in season two but i don't think this is ever going to be a show where i can just uh sort of pick out which episodes i love because they all just blend together <laughs> Yeah, and I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. I have a list of episodes I liked and disliked. Yeah, um, Chris, just what episode do you like? The last one. What episodes <laughs> didn't you like? The rest of the twenty-one episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the last one. Um, the first episode I enjoyed was episode six, um, where they like find a mummified corpse in the wall of a club. That was like the first yeah, yeah. time I was like genuinely oh, yeah. interested in an investigation. I really liked. I brought it up briefly. Episode nine, which is like an episode yeah. where they like are chopping into like diseased bone, and they're worried that it's going to release like a pandemic, so they all get quarantined over Christmas. That was like yeah, the that, first. Um, <laughs> That hit home, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. That's like the first time that the show, like, genuinely is filled with a lot of heart. Because I think as the show goes on, like, you do, like, begin to care about the characters, especially as you learn more and more about them. And, like, there is, like, genuine heart and love throughout the show. Um, And that's also the first episode that I found funny. Because this is supposed mm-hmm. to be a comedy, apparently. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah. it, it's not really a comedy at all. It's not That funny. was like the first episode where I actually laughed at stuff. I, yeah. I haven't laughed at any of the episodes. I just get yeah. really creeped out and weirded out by all the references to sex. I think in every episode of season one, there is a reference to sex <laughs> at some point, And you're just like, why? The right <laughs> this is meant to be like edgy back in 2005. Yeah. Yeah, it um, must have been. I think my favourite episode of the series is episode 20, um, where they basically like discover that someone's, like, this company's giving out, like, diseased bone grafts, and it's, yeah, like, yeah. causing loads of people to contract this rare form of cancer, which kills them quickly. I felt like that was, like, mm-hmm. the most, like, emotionally impactful episode. Yeah, that was a very sad episode, yeah. that was... Because it's You're the like FBI, there. like it's the chief FBI's daughter is one of the the people that get this transplant, and she's like, yeah, she's not going to survive. So, um, one of the the girls that works in this uh, museum is like an artist, and yeah, uh, Angela, yeah, yeah, Angela, and she like really connects with like um the daughter of the FBI agent, like the top top one, not Booth, but his boss, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's 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 definitely got you in the feels, didn't it? It didn't make yeah, me cry, I, but I was definitely yeah. like, I really loved the their um interactions. Like, just I feel that was like one of the first times where I really enjoyed Angela as a character. Before I felt like she was a little bit like just of a cookie cutter character. Yeah, which I kind of felt with some yeah, of, of those, the like... characters throughout. I I really like Temperance and um Booth. I think they're both really likable. Although I did kind of disliked them both at first but as it went mm-hmm. on i found them more and more interesting especially as they go into like the backstory but um like zach addy is like 
almost like the Sheldon of the show because he's like meant to be the comic <laughs> yeah, relief definitely. just because he's like super nerdy and I don't find him funny at all. And there's no, like a couple I, of characters um, like that where I, I don't I, think they're very interesting. One of my favourite characters is obviously Brenner. And I think one of the things that I love so much about her character is that she is so literal with everything. So back to the episode that you said you enjoyed where they found the mummified corpse in the um, wall of the nightclub. I loved it when she was talking about the music and people thought she was being racist and she was just explaining in a logical yeah. way of why they sh- yeah. like this music and what it means. And you're just like, fucking hell. <laughs> She's just literal about everything. But I I love that contrast between, like, because throughout throughout the whole entire show, or the whole entire of season one, and what I've seen of season two so far, she's like, it's facts, facts, facts. Like, we don't go by anything other than facts. We don't go by gut instincts. We don't do anything like this. Whereas um, Booth's character is all about gut instinct. He's an FBI agent, used to be in the military, so he has a sense of of all that stuff so there's a good contrast between both of them that they balance each other out yeah I do I do like their dynamic she's she's kind of like a bit too frank with people who have like lost uh, loved ones she would go like into like explaining details of how they were murdered yeah taking, <laughs> like, into account like how, how that would make them feel and I think yeah, exactly. it's a good it's a good dynamic between her and Booth where he kind of he tends to reel her back a bit um yeah yeah I, I we were talking about um the the christmas episode with that bottle episode where they were all inside the museum that was like that might have been like one of the first ones where i actually like cared because you get a lot more from the characters yeah. um it's basically like a character piece that whole episode because you don't really get much from the individuals themselves until then because they're always talking about bones and <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I I watched episode one again yesterday just because yeah. I I needed like a bone count for that one because they say the word bone so many times and they say the word bone so many times. Did you I work out like an average of how often they say it or anything? No, I should have done that. No, it's like it's always. I feel like if I were to estimate, it's like around the thirteen mark. <laughs> they well, say each it episode. so many times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like like episode one, they say it twenty nine times. <laughs> well, like, it is called Christ. bones. <laughs> yeah, the one of the highest one was in um, episode eighteen, where they say it sixty one times. And these are forty four minutes long episodes. Yeah, holy shit! Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, they. I, I also noticed <laughs> that they kind of set Angela up to be a bit more interesting and then sort of like pulled her back a bit as the season went on. I really liked how she was introduced. She was like this like flirty uh, person. She was like <laughs> like trying to get out of like a ticket or something or like trying to get the uh, the attention of yeah, she's trying the to get the attention employees. of the guy. Yeah, she, so like, she just like strips. Takes it yeah, takes her top That's off. So um, cringy. <laughs> And then she's like, yeah, but it's like, it's fun as well. Cause then she's like, all she's talking to Brennan and they're, they're quite flirty, but then it just, it devolves into this like cookie cutter, boring stuff with like really like, oh, I've seen this character before. I've seen this character before. There's like a weird, very subtle, but not so subtle plot line with like, you think maybe Brennan and Booth are going to be set up to like date in the future. Maybe I get that from like, um. Angela and Hodgins as well slightly and I just don't care for it I don't mm. think there's there's really much room for like a r- romantic subplots in these in in this show because at least from what I've seen because what's like what's the point it's about the bones we don't I don't want to see this and it's like it's not well written in the first place so I don't really care but maybe maybe that would change the the later the seasons go on because I think any show is going to be um dampened with bad writing and bad storytelling like the first season yeah i um have read like a lot of what happens in the rest of the show because i doubt i'm actually gonna 
carry it on and yeah you're pretty on the nose of your predictions there <sighs> that's all i'll say I, I i think it's it was obvious anyway like yeah, even it from was like the first half of the season you you you, yeah. you know they're going to get together it's the whole the trope of the of the show it's like in scrubs jd got of elliot in the end in friends ross and rachel got together yeah. in the end in this you can watch the first season and you know that they're going to get together by the end of the season well by the end of the um the 12 season stretch easily but I have spoiled yeah. the show for myself. I've watched <laughs> clips from all the seasons, so I know exactly what happens later on. <laughs> I do. I, I do kind of have a problem with that. Like just because they're like male and female characters, it means they mm. have to get together. I don't yeah. know why. That's just like an important plot in like every TV show. Well, because friendship is not enough for people, you know? Like, I hate the idea of, like, a lot of these shows do it. It's like, yeah, they're friends. And for me, that's enough. I really like their dynamic, uh, Brennan and Booth. I like I like how they bounce off of each other. And I don't think anything could be added by them being in a romantic relationship with each other or adding romance yeah. to their relationship. Because, like, a lot of these shows just go like, oh, yeah, they're friends. And now the next step up is that they're romantic with each other and it's like why is that like a next step up why is why is that more important than just like a solid friendship i guess it's not interesting enough though for people to watch there has to be some form of tension um that comes externally from the show being a murder mystery once a week trying to figure it out but you you find it with with every show out there um, I will agree. I honestly don't see how, from watching what I've watched so far, how the show will benefit from them two being in a relationship. As much as I like, I'd like it to happen. I, I, it's just forced at this point. Like I only want it to happen because they've been written to get together, um, or to show that they they they're going to. So, yeah. But I would agree. Like they could just stay like really platonic friends. Like one of my favorite. Um, on-screen relationships between a male and female character that aren't in a relationship is JD and Carla from Scrubs. It's it's a perfect relationship. Like, they're best friends, they're opposite sexes, and it's it, it just goes to show that you two leads can be in that friend dynamic without having to get into a relationship for a show to be successful. But this was back in 2005, so before any of the shit that's happened in the last few years has really happened... Yeah. yeah. Something I had noted down that I just wanted to bring up that I forgot to say earlier is that um, Brennan is played by Emily Deschanel, who plays mm-hmm. um the girl in the famous pizza time scene in Spider Man Two, who refuses oh, to really? pay for the pizza because he's late. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Does she actually? Yeah. It's an iconic role. That is amazing. Is. I'm gonna Google it. Carry on, carry on. We've also got, um, obviously, David Borianas. He plays um, Celie Booth, who obviously was Angel in Buffy. Mm. This is probably my favourite role I've seen from him. Yeah, he's been in... Other than um, the the gap between 2004 and 2005 when this show was released, he's been in a show as a main role every year, even up to this day. He's really successful in terms of, like, acting in... um, shows of this caliber um because i, I yeah, watched like I a where are they now well. yeah i had like a, a where are they now um video pop up so i watched it but uh yeah and he's he's quite mate i, I can't believe that's actually her from <laughs> fucking spider-man 2 i know yeah because he's in like a i think it's called seal team or something where he's the lead in that and that's like there's new episodes airing literally at the moment yeah I, lo- I like him as an actor, though. He's really good. He is really good. I love him in Buffy and Angel, but I think this is probably my favourite role from him. He's just He really mm. suits that sort of like charming guy with like a darker sort of backstory. I loved it when... Yeah. Um, uh, does he... Because I can't remember if this is season one or season two, but in season one at any point, does he talk to Brenner about his time as a sniper? Yeah, that's in one of the last episodes yeah i i love it when when he brings like that sort of stuff up because he plays such a there's such a like a, a vulnerability about him when he's doing it it's not like forced um yeah. emotion when he's doing it he doesn't say it like he's pleased with it and you can definitely tell that 
when he like, there are certain cases where he does get attached to them and when you find out more about his backstory and what he's done like you can definitely it makes sense yeah during that um scene there was a line i really loved where he was talking about like um how he like killed people while he was in the army and there was a line that said something like when you kill someone you don't just kill that one person or something like that yeah you kill a bit you kill a bit of yourself as well part of you dies every time Mm. i think that the tone that this is going for is quite light despite there being a lot of dark themes yeah um I liken this to a show like that I really love called Hannibal. Um, mm. But it's not like, it's not quite as dark as Hannibal. And it's also not as good as Hannibal. Um, I think if you're looking for something <laughs> like a, like a really solid, uh, like murder mystery detective show, I would, I would pick that over this, but I, I appreciate what this is going for. Cause it's not, it's not doing the same thing, but I think yeah. that it's just, it doesn't really, it, I think what, what that show does and what Bones does not do is like a consistent kind of story. I just, I really wasn't getting a lot out of like the episodic, like weekly type of thing when it all sort of felt the same anyway. Like it just, it felt like just this, oh, we're done for this week. And then I wrote some stuff about it and then I forgot about it. And then, then, then the next day I watched the next episode and it's like, oh, okay, that was that. They got the guy, and it's like, oh, in the last five minutes, they solve it all, and that's just that. It's just, it's really, like, the structure was very familiar to me. I didn't really, like, care for it, and I didn't, I didn't, I also didn't care for, like, the victims. I didn't really care for, like, oh, you know, there was no, like, emotional, I didn't get, like, an emotional attachment to, like, basically anything, apart from just, like, the the acting from the main characters. That's basically what tethered me to the show yeah. and if it weren't for them I, I really would not watch it. Be, I wouldn't yeah. care at all I, I, um, I, I love agree. the fact that Max said um, he'd like if he had to watch a murder mystery show he'd watch Hannibal over this I think what Max is forgetting he chose to watch Hannibal this was forced upon us <laughs> we didn't choose yeah. to watch Bones <laughs> well you chose to watch like the rest of it you know you're gonna watch the rest of Mate, it aren't you i yeah yeah i will and i i love the show it's it's really good but i completely understand where you're coming from this is something that um was we just did as a, as a meme so i'm yeah. not entirely surprised that it's um, like some people do like this show of course they do it went on for 12 yeah. seasons nobody's like oh yeah i watched both because i was forced to do it like <laughs> <laughs> that's clearly not why, why it went on for so long because everyone was, was just forced um, to watch it yeah. Everyone had a box turned up from CEX, and they're like, oh, we got to fucking watch it now. <laughs> that was it, Max. It wasn't CEX that accidentally sent it to you. It was the network that filmed Bones. They're like, we need to get this out to more people. <laughs> and look at that. Now they've got a podcast episode about it. You're welcome. Maybe if we get enough lessons, they'll bring it back. Oh, God. Yeah, For Paramount no, Plus. Shows, shows get destroyed by that. Scrubs did it, and I'm glad Friends haven't done it. Yeah. Um, with this show, I feel like the writing is kind of all over the place. Like, there's like some episodes that are like genuinely really well written and are like fairly funny. I wouldn't say like laugh out loud funny, but they're humorous and they're like filled with a lot of heart. And then you get a lot of episodes that are just super dull and just like generic crime investigation sort of show yeah. sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I constantly I find myself enjoying like them looking into like the forensic side of things and breaking down that than the actual like mystery yeah, yeah. presented in a lot of the episodes the science of the episode is is quite good i yeah. do enjoy that aspect of it as well yeah it was well researched it was like based on like someone who actually did it you know? yeah so I, I assume they knew a lot about um what was being talked about in the show that's was something i really liked Bones? about it as well maybe. maybe that's something i liked about the show as well is that you know, to throw a lot of this technical jargon around and maybe you don't understand everything that they're saying about it, but you, you understand that they they know what they're talking about and that's yeah. what makes it feel a bit more authentic. Well, talking about about that, um, I think that's... Uh, uh, how can I say this? Because they are so technical with their terminology, people like us don't understand it. We aren't anthropologists, we aren't scientists, we have no idea. Um, so when he's trying to explain, oh, there's a broken finger, and they explain it in like all the correct terminology, 
that's why I love having Booth there as our perspective, as mm-hmm. the, the viewer's perspective, because yeah, there are so many episodes where he's like, can you dumb that down? I'm not a scientist. So they explain it, and it's not forced. It makes so much sense within the context of the show. He's an FBI yeah, agent. Yeah. He doesn't understand all of this. And it's very good for us to be able to follow along without it feeling so forced or... If you get me. Yeah. Or like when they're in court and like someone like tells her to like explain it for people who don't understand what she's talking about, that sort of thing. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That episode was funny. Yeah. I agree with you. Honestly, I, I cannot like that made the American justice system look so dumb that they were like, oh, we're going to ignore her and like not um, convict this uh, criminal because what she's saying is too smart for everyone. And it takes her to like to say like it's not about whether you like me it's about the victim for them yeah. to be like yeah maybe maybe you're right it's like well you're in fucking court for a reason aren't you <laughs> well that's like um with the oj simpson trial like years and years ago a lot of the jury like came out afterwards and were like yeah we do think um oj simpson probably did it but we don't think the <laughs> team against him did a good enough job of proving that he did it and that's why he got let off that's that's so because it needs to be proven without a reasonable with without reasonable doubt or with reasonable doubt and yeah it's that's a topic for another story another episode the episode 50 the oj special where we just (laughs) watch david swimmer say juice every five minutes hey juice (laughs) that show was actually really great like just off topic i loved that show the American Crime Story. I thought it was a story. movie. No, it's American Crime Story from the creators of American Horror Story. Oh, okay. Oh, fair. I didn't didn't know that. All right. I thought it was a well, a, I'd recommend a film it. about the O.J. Simpson case. No. I noticed like the music got substantially better as the season went on. Like I watched, I, I didn't watch the, the music. Uh, I watched like the first episode. And Jesus Christ, was the music bad? It's like this really like, it's very of the time, very um, I don't I don't know how I would describe the music. It's just it's very of the time, and it's like, I watch this with subtitles because I just watch stuff with subtitles, and like, there's like a song playing as Brennan's examining the bones, and then the subtitles are like they're wrong for the lyrics <laughs> that are being sung. I'm like Jesus Christ! Yeah. Like, not only is the song like crap but it's wrong those montages are so bad like they're so bad luckily it doesn't happen that often like in some of the later episodes but it's like you just have like brennan just got her headphones in and she's like examining bones you got like the fucking fray playing like while she's doing it and it's just really cringy and (laughs) unnecessary (laughs) yeah so funny they've got the fray playing yeah (laughs) it's so weird there was an episode with um, One Republic playing, and I didn't realise until I looked up afterwards because it didn't sound like what I've heard from him. Oh, right. In um, yeah. season two, Snow Patrol gets a uh, name dropped. <laughs> oh, wow. You can, um, there's a soundtrack CD of um, season three <laughs> that I was looking at earlier. <laughs> looking at buying it, were you? I was Maybe that's tempted, pretty good. Yeah, I was tempted to um, like buy it. And, and like deliver it to one of you guys and not tell you, so it just shows up. <laughs> but it was like twenty well, pounds, and I was like, I'm not buying what the Bone Season Three soundtrack CD. <laughs> Send it to Max. We're just going to get him like a bunch of Bones memorabilia. When <laughs> someone comes around, they're just going to think he's really into the show, and it's like, I don't fucking like it. <laughs> yeah. Replace all his posters in his room with Bones posters. <laughs> well, he can get rid of that silly fucking Midsummer poster, can't he? And put the Bones one up. <laughs> Oh dear. I like in episode 15 where like Brennan and Booth are at Brennan's place and then Booth's like, oh, look at this music, man. It's so cool. And then they like dance to Hot Blooded. <laughs> like, <laughs> so lame, but it was so funny. Yeah. And then they, um, Booth explodes opening the fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> that's terrible that, foreshadowing. The, the way that you, you just framed that. Booth doesn't explode. The fridge explodes <laughs> while Booth opens it. You've just made it sound like he's opened the fridge and blown himself up. He just spontaneously combusts opening the fridge. <laughs> mm. Damn fridge! Actually, did I did write that down? Booth gets blown up by a fridge. <laughs> yeah. That's what it. That's what it looks like. 
Oh, Didn't they say if he wasn't like reaching up to get a glass, he would have died or something? Because his like face would have been like aiming down at the explosion, but his because his like face was I'm pretty up, sure it was out of the way of the, the blast. Pretty sure he should have been dead anyway. He got fucking blown up. Oh yeah, definitely. There's no There's way he would have survived that. But fridge door landed on top of him. Yeah. There's quite a lot of stuff in this show that I feel like is super unrealistic. Like, um, got like Angela's holograms throughout, where yeah. she's like showing like she takes like bones and somehow like reconstructs what they would look like in real life, and like has yeah, them as holograms. That sort of stuff is like okay, yeah, it's a little bit like far fetched, but it's also something that could possibly happen. But then there was like episode sixteen where there's like. She creates this huge hologram of underground tunnels and she's like able to link like two corpses in there and link yeah. up every tunnel surrounding them and that's yeah. sort of it's stuff. the best machine like, in the world that can do yeah. literally anything on it. I, I what you've did got, like the yeah. inclusion of that thing. I thought it was very like it looked nice and like I liked how they used it at some point. Some like like that tunnel thing was absolute bullshit. No, no way they could do that. But yeah. I, I did the, I, I, I appreciated it. Like you can yeah, you can take, like, liberties with that. Like, maybe, yeah, this isn't real, but we did it for the show, so it, it's, like, included in this yeah, in this show's what? universe. I don't mind that, but sometimes yeah. it could be completely, just completely far-fetched. And I didn't so, it at in, all. in season two, um, this isn't a spoiler, but this is talking about the hologram scene. In season two, they're investigating an MMA fighter's death. And they're trying mm-hmm. to think, uh, determine who killed her and whether it was the other fighter during the match. And she, like, they've, they they get all the damage from her body, like, from her bones. And they're like, oh, she got punched here, she got punched there. Then they get the other MMA fighter and examine her body and the damage done to her. And then just, just by looking at bruises, broken bones, tears, all this stuff, Angela creates the fight scene to the exact fight that they had. Just with just based on these injuries, and you're like, yeah, that's that's that and the tunnel thing. I was like, yeah, this thing had me believing it for a yeah. while, but when like you've just done this, I'm just like, nah. Because in that tunnel scene, when she's linking all the tunnels in season one, she has to manually input every single one of those tunnels, and she does it um, within like a hundred years of um, the evolution of the tunneling system under. Um, America and it's like do you know how long that would have fucking taken <laughs> and she does it in like an afternoon and you're like no one is that dedicated and that fast at their work yeah it was definitely ridiculous there's also um things where like Brennan and Booth will be like maybe like interrogating someone or investigating stuff and they'll do things that in real life there's no way that they'd like get away with it like like they'll like maybe steal evidence that they don't have a warrant for or like Brennan constantly kicks suspects as they run away and like in real life like there's no way she'd get away with that like just basically like she'd, police she'd, brutality she'd have been arrested herself yeah yeah exactly I just literally every time anyone touches her she it. just beats them up yeah, in, in, like, the early episodes of season one, doesn't she, like, chase a sp- suspect down, she kicks him to the ground, then she puts her foot on his neck, and it's just, like, imagine yeah. what the, like, civilians are, they're, um, are, are thinking. They're witnessing an FBI agent and a scientist beat someone up for no reason, and then she's just choking him in the middle of the street, and they, they make a joke about it. And I'm like, fucking hell. Yeah. Ah, like, now the, we see the violence inherent in the system. <laughs> The only time she sees any, like, consequences or anything is, like, in episode one where she shoots someone who's, like, about to set the room on fire or something. Yeah, and she gets... Like, everything else where she's, like... Yeah. Yeah, But, like, everything else where she's beating people up, like, who... Like, they don't even know for sure are, like, the bad guy. They're just, like, trying to get away from the police. Like, that sort of stuff. It's just... She definitely wouldn't (laughs) get away with that in real life. Hey, whatever. Is yeah. female power, isn't it? Yeah, I, I understand it. they're going with like she she's a female that can take care of herself. She doesn't need like Booth to um baby her. Yeah. But at the same time, you're breaking a lot of rules doing so. Like a lot of laws. There's like but like in yeah. season two they go over her, her rap sheet. Um and it just lists all the thing that she all the things she's done. So she's got like two counts of assault of like when she's 
hit criminals and then she's got the uh gun charge as well and she's like yeah but he tried to set me on fire and they were they were fleeing from the priest um priest the police and you're like yeah but you don't fucking shoot them let's <laughs> not shoot them sorry you yeah. don't beat them up <laughs> to be fair yeah i did kind of understand the shooting yeah, one because she was about to die yeah, that that one is is under like, yeah, they're like the you shot an unarmed man and it's like well, he wasn't unarmed, was he? Because he was just about to kill me, just not with a gun. <laughs> Should have done that to the kid in episode five when she's interrogating the child. If because he, he just constantly lies to her. If he, she'd like slammed his face into <laughs> the desk, that would have been pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that episode as well. That was like one of the best episodes. It's sort of it's like Bit they of find the, the of bones of yeah they they find like the bones of a like a six-year-old i felt that was like like a lot of these episodes are like eh, but then like you get some of them that are like weirdly deep and like explore like like actual problems that we we have in society like that was all about like how children can be manipulated by adults and i found that really interesting yeah i mm. feel like with this show there's like so at least in the first season there's so much filler that this could easily be a show that's only like 13 episodes a season mm-hmm. like because there's just yeah. so much like unnecessary like stuff in the show especially in like the first season from what we've seen so far there's multiple episodes that like just feel like they're trying to stretch the series out to 22 episodes absolutely yeah i think they're just trying to meet the episode requirement set by the studio isn't it which yeah. for some shows in maybe like in season two and onwards it you'll it justifies the twenty two episode seasons because of the story that unfolds throughout um, the later seasons. But with season one, yeah, there's just so much filler in it, and like I understand it's like some of it is character development and like trying to um, introduce the characters more than what they do with their jobs if you get me it's trying to flesh them out a little bit more but at the same time sometimes it's not done well so it is just filler and it's not interesting yeah yeah it's it's like if they cut it blunt down by like half i don't know if this is how it works but i feel like you just have like you'd have double the budget for all yeah. these all these episodes and you could actually flesh out the characters a bit more you could spend more time with them and you could tell stories that actually matter and like actually have some sort of weight yeah. to the show like there's like a an episode where they talk a lot like that voodoo episode where they talk about like religion and like they kind of criticize like different types of religions and like and why is voodoo like bad but like catholicism is really good like why yeah. like it's it's the the same kind of beliefs but there's there's like a taboo against one so why is that is it because it's like they delve into like it's like possibly like a race racial thing where like mm. voodoo is like in more common in other parts of the world not so much in like america where it's more like a christian type of country or like there's an episode where they talk about like the the shootings at the um that the army went through like they shot a bunch of like unarmed uh, people yeah. in a different country and it was like this I, I kind of I'm in two part and two minds about that episode because on the one hand it's quite strangely like patriotic and I don't know if I really gel with it but on the other hand it's like this criticism of the army which I which I enjoyed but it's sort of it's a two what I, two minds kind of deal what I what I'll say about um the whole uh unnecessary the the unnecessary amount of episodes that are in the seasons um we do have to remember this show did come out 16 years ago so yeah what we think today is it it was normal back then for them to like every show back in in the early 2000s had so much filler unneeded amounts of episodes and i think we have to be mindful that we can judge it now in 2021 but back then that's what was the norm so yeah, when you look course. at every show it was like that but the funny yeah. thing is as soon as you mentioned that i was thinking about shows that have been released in the last few years and i think you've hit the nail on the head with that about cutting unnecessary episodes out and doubling the budget think of um any show that's on netflix there's barely 
any shows now being released to streaming services that are above 13 episodes then you've got yeah. disney plus with the mcu tv shows where we're only getting like at the moment one division nine episodes uh falcon and winter soldier six episodes um the netflix mcu shows or the marvel shows on there they w- were only like 10 13 episodes as well so i think I think you're right. I think studios have realised that they don't need to make an unnecessary amount of episodes and they could cut it down and just spend a bigger budget on smaller episodes to make it... It's, it's quality over quantity. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing nowadays. Yeah, yeah even with this show, I think the last season or two are only 13 episodes. Like, Yeah. Obviously, they learn from that towards the end because nowadays like mm. you said pretty much every show is about 13 episodes long and i think that's about the perfect length before it gets a bit unnecessary yeah because you think about it if if we're watching it's imagine we are watching bones in 2005 as it was aired actually no i'll actually use this as an example when i first started watching lost back when that came out i did three seasons You've got to think, 22 episodes a season, a week an episode, I'm spending half a year watching a show, by the last episode I've forgotten what's happened in the first half of the season mm. because it was nearly half a year ago, so it's definitely good for, in terms of like keeping attention as well because you don't have that much time to forget information that you really need from earlier on in the season. Yeah. yeah. That's why I like miniseries a lot. You just like it this... Yeah, definitely. Like maybe like five episode type of deal where they're mm. not going to make any more episodes, but it's just this this story that needed to be told in this many episodes. So I like that. I think um, we're seeing a lot more of that nowadays. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But no, that was a really good point to bring up. Because as soon as you said it, I was like, holy shit, like, yeah, that's what people have started doing. <laughs> to be honest, the only reason I don't think I'm going to carry on the show is because of how long the seasons are. Like... Mm-hmm. I, I did enjoy the first season, um, and I would like to see more of it, but at the same time, there's 224 other episodes of this show, and when they're all like 45 minutes long, that's like a huge chunk of time that I would have to dedicate to this show, and like, I, I was just saying don't think to, I can do that. Um, Chris, before you jumped on, Max, that when I was watching... the of. I only started watching season two of Bones on Tuesday and I've nearly finished it and it's Friday. I watched nine episodes in in one day and it took up what? so much of my day and it fucked my sleeping pattern just to watch it. And I'm not yeah, surprised. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous, Jesus, mate. nine episodes? Are you bloody kidding me? You Holy watching, shit. You watching season two almost jeopardised this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't wake up until bloody two when, p.m. When you're too, when when you're too into bones, it almost becomes a detriment. But um, <laughs> what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Like, yeah, it's there's so much time needs to be dedicated to this, and I think if you pace it out, you can do it. Like one or two episodes a day, but at the same time, are you really interested that much to spend the next two years watching bones <laughs> one or two episodes a day? <laughs> Like yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, it's I'm like homework, watch... isn't it? Yeah, it literally, like, it felt I'm... like homework to me. I had to like understand when we were going to record this episode, and I had to plan out one episode a day prior to that to watch twenty-two episodes. And like every morning, I would wake up, and that's the first thing I would do is watch the new episode of Bones, and just to get it out of the way, it just felt like homework to me. Oh my god! Yeah. Right, so I've just worked it out. If you were to watch all of um, Bones. So after, if you wanted to watch season one all the way up until the end of season 12, average episode length, 42 minutes, 22 episodes a season. Um, This is obviously going to be shorter because the last season's only got 13 episodes, but this is just a rough estimate. It's 198 hours. Yeah, too much. It's too much. Which is, you'd have to spend eight, eight and a half days watching it nonstop. Exactly. For a show that I'm not even all that invested in in the first place. No, thank you. I don't think I'll do that. I'm going to watch this. I'm I'm literally going to finish the whole entire 12 seasons, without a doubt. I'm too invested now, and I'm too far gone. So I'm going to try and get Mm -hmm. it done as quickly as possible without it taking up too much of my day. And by (laughs) 
episode 35 if i'm done i'll i'll give my review of the whole entirety of the seasons to you guys (laughs) please do (laughs) i'll spend five minutes just talking about what i thought of every fucking of bones itself Mm. that's my homework I would like to, at some point, do another TV show in the slight way we've done this. Yeah. Like, for, yeah. like, a special episode where we watch the first season, do, like, one a day leading up to it. Yeah, so I would like do, to do that at some point. Should we, should we just do, like, every, like, ten episodes, we'll watch a first season of something? Because then it gives us ten weeks to watch yeah. um, a season. And uh, Yeah, to be fair, we don't I have thought, to wait. like... I thought, like, maybe we could, like, comprise, like, a list together of TV shows that are on, like, streaming services and do it, like, on, at random, like we do with the, um, the marathons when we actually do Bring it. back the Sunday series marathon. <laughs> Every ten episodes we do the Sunday series marathon. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, we that's a do. good idea. Do. I'd, I'd love to, like... Because I, I, I really like watching TV shows just as much as I like watching films. I Like, TV shows are just such a journey to go on. And I do want to start watching, like, mm. more than the ones that I've just watched anyway. Because I keep re-watching the same ones. I'll, like, go back and watch. I'll watch Scrubs again. Then I'll watch Friends <laughs> yeah. again. Um, I will never watch Big Bang Theory ever again. Because after, like, season three, oh. I was just bored of it. So I was like, nah. You yeah. watch that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just came up with the average uh, bones count, by the way. I did it. I came up with the right. main average of bones. On average, every episode, the word bones was said 27 times. But <laughs> the collective amount of times that they say the word bones or bone in season one is 598. <laughs> that's like what? That's them saying bones every one and a half minutes in every episode. <laughs> Jeez. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> for a show called Bones you really you saying... do get your money's worth with the amount yeah. of times they say Bones I was not disappointed by that do you reckon like they didn't have a name for the fir- like for the show and they like did the first season they're like what are we going to call it and they're like uh they're just reading through the script like Bones has said quite a lot you know what <laughs> know what we've said a hell of a lot <laughs> let's just call it that um, I think we are we ready to wrap it up. It's been a short episode, but there's not much oh, more yeah. to add. No, this is really not like no, the show itself. It's yeah. not it's not too in depth, but it's you get a good idea of it. I think. Are we going to give it a rating or just leave it? No, we'll give, it give it a rating. rating. Out of bones. Yeah, definitely out okay. of bones. It's got to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Chris, you can start. Season okay. one of Bones, what do you think? I liked it overall. Like I said, it starts off quite rough, but as it keeps going, I do did enjoy it more and more. I am, I do, I'm like, it's very split about whether I want to carry it on or not. Like, the only thing putting me off is just how many episodes there are. Um, but maybe mm. one day I'll like slowly watch it. Um, but yeah, I'll probably give it maybe like a seven, seven Bones out of ten. Like it's like a low seven, high six, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I I feel like I probably won't carry on with it. Or at least like I might pick it up a long time from now because I just don't care enough. It's like largely dull and samey to me and nothing really stands out after watching it all. Apart from yeah. like it's given me like a Pavlovian response to the word bones, and every time I what hear the mean? word bones in movies, I just think I've got to write a note down for the. They've said bones. What, what do you, What do you mean Pavlovian response? It's um, it, what is it? Something about Pavlov, who like did something. I've, too, too I've never heard that and... that phrase used before, and I'm just interested now. I've got to Google it. <laughs> I know what it means in in a general sense. Uh, it's r- fucking hell. Uh, conditioning. It's like how you condition an animal um, to do things. Like they hear it enough times and they do a certain thing. Oh, That's so how you condition um, like an animal. in the famous experiments that Ivan Pavlov conducted with his dogs, Pavlov found that objects or events could trigger conditioning responses. Oh, okay, All right. Yeah. I get. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. So you give a dog a treat it does a little dance for you that's like yeah, kind of yeah, what yeah. this is for me i hear the word bones i'm like gotta make a note of that 
Well, I don't anymore. <laughs> Thank God. I don't How have many to times do it anymore. you say this word of this movie? <laughs> <laughs> but I always pick up on it now. So that's fun. Not really, but... <laughs> I think I would, I would be more keen on carrying this on if, like... I was invested in like the story that was being told, but I feel like the last episode just kind of ended on a cliffhanger and nothing really beforehand had like set it up. It's just like, now we're going to do this because it's the end of the season. And they have to have a cliffhanger. Yeah. When they end it on a cliffhanger, I'm less likely to watch the next thing. If like they've chosen that. That's kind of the opposite of what they want. They end end on a cliffhanger. So you want to watch the next season, but Max is like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. I'm fine with a cliffhanger if like it's been set up and the story is compelling enough, but this just isn't. Well, you do find out like they do set it up quite well by talking about her parents like throughout the whole entirety of the season. But I get what you mean. Yeah, but it's, it's mixed in with these episodes that don't mean anything to the rest of the story. Um, so from that, I would say that the characters are what drive me through the show. Thank God the acting is good. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you would have had a otherwise miserable it time been, if it was It would have been so miserable. It would have been such a slog. Um, <laughs> sometimes it was a slog with these with the weaker episodes. It's like, oh God, I've got to watch 44 minutes of this. And then like, yeah. I, I click on like the time and it's like, oh, you've got half an hour left. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've only been going for 15 minutes. I yeah. can't take this And anymore. you can't... And you can't skip the episode just in case there's something vital that comes up later on in the season that you have yeah. to listen to. You're like, for fuck's yeah. sake. So, based on all that, I'm going to have to give Bones Season 1 five bones out of ten. Yeah, I, that's what I was, was originally thinking, um, like, uh, you're both saying, like, you don't know if you're going to watch it. I was going to say, like, well, the first season of any show is always going to be a rocky one, so maybe you should give it more time and watch the second season but when i was thinking that i was like well if a show hasn't joined you in after the first season then yeah maybe it's just not for you if you're not excited to watch it after the first season then um then that the the show hasn't done its job by entertaining you and i think that's a fair response anyway um yeah i i really liked (laughs) i really fucking like this show yes Um, nice by the fact that i've nearly finished season two already um so i'm gonna give it like you've both said there are so many things like there's weak episodes there's some clunky dialogue things are just pulled out of like at the last minute just for the sake of pulling it out so i'm gonna give it um an eight and a half um out of ten eight and a half bones out of ten nice i i'm I'm glad you like i'm yeah, I'm definitely going to carry the show on and watch the whole entirety of the season. Then in episode 35, when we do the next series, whatever that's going to be, um, then uh, I'll give you a review of the whole the whole show. <laughs> when do you guys want to... Obviously, we're going to do recommendations for next week, the movies, but when do you guys want to... Next week, should we do like the wheel for the next series as well, just so it gives us time? Or do you want to wait a little bit? Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can do gives that. Us, yeah. Gives us a week to like decide what shows are going to be on there. Yeah, because mm-hmm. obviously I think it'll be best if it's all shows we've not watched, so we need to yeah plan it. So, uh, rec- rec- recommendations for next week? Yeah, mm-hmm. starting with me. I- I've got them all on a wheel again, so just going to pick it at random. So, my list of recommendations. I cut down loads of stuff from directors we talked about already, so we can talk about some films that we've not talked about so far and possibly won't be able to talk about so far um and the film that has come up for me today is um one of the most important films of the 80s at least i think so do the right thing directed by spike lee it's on amazon prime really great film about racism i know max Mm -hmm. has seen it so it should be good not even heard of that film so i'm excited to watch it good movie um my recommendation man i've been hyped for this recommendation i saw it appear on netflix i've been waiting until it was added so my recommendation is a 2013 movie directed by michael john warren called shrek the musical <laughs> are you fucking joking <laughs> No, that's Are my you recommendation. Joking? That's my no. It's on Netflix. I was really excited. Are you for making it. us watch Shrek? Shrek the musical. 
Right, I'm definitely going to recommend it's Paranormal like... Ascendancy at some point then. <laughs> Don't knock okay. it till you try it. <laughs> Can't wait. If I haven't answered the first fucking time, I'm not going to answer your next call. <laughs> That's just one of my pet peeves when people continuously ring me. If I haven't answered, don't call back. I'm not going to answer. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm being bugged. So I'm going to wrap this up quickly. My next recommendation... Fuck me, I can't even speak. My next recommendation is going to be a film that I've, again, wanted to watch for a while. Um, and it's on Netflix. It's Shutter Island. It came out in 2010, starring Leonardo DiCaprio. I, um, in the group chat, I, I gave a tease of it. I was trying to see like if you guessed guess the movie, if Max and Chris could. And uh, Chris, how did you get it in one? <laughs> um, 2010 film. It's an actor. You said that it's a 2010 film starring an actor that um, we've talked about in a film very, very recently. And yeah. I just thought 2010 films, and for some reason, Shutter Island was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it's, that's a very, very good guess, though, because that, yeah. that was exactly it. Ma- I think Max, what did you. It's been on my watch list <laughs> for years. Max, what did you say? You said I was going to make us watch a film again. Oh, Four, uh, four Lions. Lions. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it's not so, even from yeah, 2010. This very short episode of the Sunday series marathon. Mm-hmm. We got our social media accounts. We got YouTube, the Sunday Movie Marathon, Twitter at Sunday Movie Pod, Facebook at Sunday Movie Marathon, and Letterboxed at Sunday MM. Thank you so much for listening to this very special, very unique episode of the Sunday Movie slash Series Marathon. See ya. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>